welcome to Back Issues. I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. And I'm Ben. The weekly comic book discussion show where I talk about comics to do guys that don't even know the Green Lantern Oath. Probably. No, know. no. Uh, uh, in Darkest Day, in Blackest Night, in Brightest Day, in Blackest Night... I wish I may. <laughs> I wish I may. <laughs> no, it's, it's uh, in Brightest Day, in Blackest Night... Uh, I'll let no evil escape my sight. No evil shall escape, shall escape my sight. I'm close. Yeah. You're getting there. Well, there's more? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Never mind. Before we get started, I want to do a quick shout-out to a couple of guys that we really like a lot. First of all, you can stop by funnyrama.com. Check out this great comic book store in Funny Books, Comics, and stuff at Lake Hiawatha, New Jersey. Terrific comic book shop. We love it a lot. Uh, you can also stop by comicsfix.com, what the internet is calling the online Netflix of comic books. You pay one subscription rate, and you get uh, access to tons of great indie comics on there. Sal's got some comics. You can check those out. Or you can stop by uh, Garden State Comic Fest, uh, which is happening... August 23rd That's correct At the Morristown Hyatt We'll be there That's right yep. Lots of other cool people Will be there mm -hmm. Come by and check it out Yep We're going to have a panel It's going to be That's terrific right. panel Yep uh, We, got we some, don't know what we're doing We have no we idea I really need to Figure yeah, we, that out. Yeah, we seriously, actually, after this, need to figure. <laughs> really, that out. no, yeah, that's <laughs> help us. Tiffany and Danielle will be there. They're going to be playing a live version of Bonus Round. That's right. Uh, click right here to check out a great episode of Bonus Round and uh, check out more episodes of that as well. It's a great video game playthrough show, uh, and they will be there live. Not really play through. Well, they play, play through some of. some of it. They they play through as much as they can stomach. Yeah. yeah. So, I think that's fair. Yeah. And for some of those old NES games, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Today we're talking about a big Ultimate Marvel Comics event, Ultimatum. Jeff Loeb's house cleaning, if you will, of the Ultimate Universe. But before we get into this book, which is written by Jeff Loeb, whom we love because of his run on Hush. Right. Uh, and drawn by David Finch, a big Marvel mainstay, and uh, he's also he drew Forever Evil, which we wrote, read uh, Justice yep. League Thirty. Yep. You can check out that yep. episode of Off the Rack right there. For this period, he's drawing a bunch of Marvel books, including Ultimatum. But how uh, how long had the the Ultimate Universe existed before they had to clean house on it? The Ultimate Universe <laughs> was around probably about a decade before okay. they were like, okay, let's clean this up. And before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about the Ultimate Universe mm. in general, because. We've been reading a lot of, or talking a lot about a lot of like Marvel epic stories, but we haven't really right. gotten into the Ultimate Universe too much. And uh, in order to understand the Ultimate Universe, we've talked a little bit about Marvel filing for bankruptcy and Marvel hitting yes. uh, a little bit of a slump. In fact, the whole comic book industry hitting a slump. Late 90s. Yeah, late 90s. Around 2000, Marvel brings in this guy named Bill Jemis, who's a president... Uh, a corporate president, and they brought him in to be president of Marvel Studio or Marvel Comics. There was no Marvel Studios at that point. Uh, Marvel Comics, and he was not in, affiliated with comics in any way. He was an entertainment business president who was brought in because why not? Do we know what business? What I don't recall what he did before, yeah. but he helped like reinvigorate brands. He was kind of like a new a, a brand president. Okay, and he was like this company should be doing gangbusters. You have some of the most recognizable characters in fiction, and you're filing her bankruptcy. It's inexplicable. And he's the guy who, like, called up a couple of his movie friends and got X-Men off the ground, fixed the Spider-Man movie uh, entanglement that was going on that kept Spider-Man from becoming a movie franchise. Right. And he and then... I, I would have been okay if that not happened. I was so excited for a Spider-Man movie when it came out in oh, 2002. Yeah. And like, yeah, you know what? Great. I loved it. And Spider-Man 2, I loved even more. And then Spider-Man Spider 3. Three. <laughs> and actually re-watching Spider-Man movies. Spider and you're like, they're not all that great either. Yeah, 2. 2 I, I like a lot, except I like when he cries. Which is 
80% of the movie. Uh, no, I lost a lot of respect for that movie and all the really? bullshit that was going on. There are on. a lot of contrivances that I found uh, with Spider-Man 2. I also really don't get the romance plot where he's like, I want to be with you, no, but like, I yeah. can't be with you. And when she's like, hey, let's be together, and he's like, no. And then strangers are like, hey, are you dating somebody? He's like, maybe. No, it's not maybe. You, it's you, no. said, you, you said you're not dating. Yeah. It's not a maybe. You're being a creep. That's a creeper <laughs> thing to do. If a friend of yours told you that that was the relationship they were in, you'd be like, get out. I don't understand emotions. Yeah. And apparently neither do the Raimis. Because <laughs> they're like, I love it. Yeah, because they wrote that shit. So uh, the Ultimate Universe was inspired by Bill Jemison, then Editor-in-Chief Joe Quesada's desire to reinvigorate the brand. Now, if you're DC and you want to revitalize your brand, what do you do? You have a crisis. And you right. reboot your universe. Yeah. And you make everybody younger and you start over again. Marvel in 75 years has never rebooted their universe. So the same characters, they just reset the timeline a little bit. Mm -hmm. They just kind of make it a little blurrier. You know, we've talked about that yeah. before as well. Right, like, like a long time ago. A while ago. Not 70 years ago. Yeah. So... Uh, except for Captain America. It's a natural way to do it. I think so. Having a crisis where it's like, this is so screwed up, I don't even know what to do. Let's just erase it. Yep. Like, Let's just start over. Lazy? It is very lazy. Especially, it's the edge of sketch world. Yeah. yeah. Well, no! anyway, let's redo this. Yeah. And uh, we've invalidated the stories that came before, and yep. we can retell them, though, too, so yeah. that they're even more lame. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, you meant cooler, right? <laughs> uh, that's what they think. Yeah. Uh, so, what Marvel tried to do was they said, you know what, we're not going to reboot the universe, but what if we retold all these stories or took all those characters and made them younger and set it in 2000? So 2000, they're like, let's create this thing called the Ultimate Universe, where anything can happen. Where not only can characters die, but we can retell some origins, we can rewrite some characters, and just kind of reset everything, but it happens over here. So the we're not pissing off the loyalists and we're so, not rebooting. And we get universe. to keep. There's a regular the universe, There's the, and this is just a different universe. Different universe. In yeah. fact, they even referred. They even uh, didn't want to call it another universe. They wanted to say the the ultimate universe isn't gonna cross over. There's no there's no universe with the ultimate line. It's just another thing we're doing. Didn't uh, they do a crossover that's, though? 12 or 13 years later, they did wind up doing that, but back when they that started it... That was not their was not their intent. In 2000, they were like, no, we're just publishing books under this label called Ultimate. It's not a universe. The Watcher doesn't know who they are. There's no any connection right, whatsoever. Right. It's just something else. It's just, hey, this is different. We're doing something else over here, and if you like it, enjoy it. But you're not going to see any crossovers. Right. And it's also not our main story. Yes. Well, it's the main story over there. And if you like it, that's your main story, and I'm glad you like it. But it's not like... It's not replacing the, the regular universe, and it's not trying to live in the same space. Uh, and what they did was they said, let's take one of our major characters, Spider-Man, and test the waters. Mm -hmm. So they gave it to Bill Jemis' favorite writer, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, and hugely popular Spider-Man artist, Mark Bagley. And he said... Take Spider-Man and do whatever you want. Which is kind of mm. interesting, because, you know, we want you to establish the Spider-Man brand in a new way and keep the things that we love and keep it fresh and what people like about it, but make us more money. Yeah, but make more money. Uh, <laughs> but do whatever you want with it, is what I'm saying. And, like, Bendis took Ultimate Spider-Man to levels that Spider-Man's never been at before. And, in fact, Spider-Man 
the character, like the costume, doesn't even appear for like four or five issues. But the book still sold like gangbusters, which proved to editorial, to the president, to everybody, that good story is good story. People read it no matter what it is. Mm. If it's good, they'll read it. That's very true. And so Ultimate Spider-Man kicks off the Ultimate Universe. And in fact, later on, they introduced the Ultimate X-Men and the Ultimate Fantastic Four. And everything was kind of built on the foundation that Bendis created in the Ultimate Spider-Man universe. And in fact, later on, when Ultimatum became necessary, uh, the only thing that existed for a time was Ultimate Spider-Man. In fact, the only thing that will exist when they cancel every book in the Ultimate line is Ultimate Spider-Man. What the Ultimate Universe proved was that Brian Michael Bendis knows what to do with Ultimate Spider-Man. And no one else knows what to do in that universe. They establish the Avengers, but in this universe, they don't call them the Avengers. They call them the Ultimates. And then they start making everything ultimate. Right. And every other word is ultimate. And when uh, everything's ultimate, nothing, nothing is ultimate. That's very true. Nothing truer than an ultimatum. So, all right. The Ultimates are the Avengers in the Ultimate Universe. And when they first kicked it off, Mark Millar wrote the Ultimates Volume 1. I think you read Ultimates Volume 1. I, I did. Absolutely. And it was drawn by Brian Hitch. Really, really celebrated series. People love it. And in fact, even Ultimates Volume 2, people really enjoy. Then Jeff Loeb took over and wrote Ultimates Volume 3. I didn't read that one. That was a book plagued with trouble, but also bad. Mm. I was warned not to read that one <laughs> yeah. by this guy. <laughs> uh, it is a mess. They introduce uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, who will be introduced in the Avengers 2. Right. Uh, in that universe, and in fact in all universes except for the cinematic one, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are mutants who were the children of Magneto. I'm sorry, they're not going to be mutants? No. They can't be. They can't be. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there are no mutants, because Fox owns the mutants. cinematic right to use the word and idea of mutants. Yeah. No, in fact, they're going to be created by using the Loki spear or something. So it's magic. It's magic. Okay. It's fine. Well, that makes sense for Scarlet Witch. She's magic. Right. Yeah. Quicksilver's just fast. Yeah, but he gets his fast from magic. From magic. I mean, okay. Yeah. It's I, Honestly, he runs fast. I'm yeah. fine with that. I was actually kind of expecting Whatever. that to be the cool version, but after seeing X-Men Days of Future Past... I'm really disappointed that we're not getting that Quicksilver. Yeah, that yeah he's also awesome. awesome. Quicksilver was cool. Yeah. Despite the silly costume out of context when we first saw it. When I first saw it, I'm like, nope, I'm going to be lame. Then I remembered that the guy who plays Kick-Ass is playing the new Quicksilver, and he sucks. So I'm kind of disappointed in that. Mm. So now I'm really want, I really want Marvel and Fox to work together again. But he's going to be really serious. Yeah. Quicksilver is really, really serious. He's Quicksilver always angry. Yeah, that, is, that's the difference. Quicksilver, Quicksilver is like, he's, he's got something up his ass. Well, Peter David does an amazing job in some X-Book where he explains Quicksilver's demeanor. He, he basically recounts uh, being Quicksilver to being stuck behind a guy at the ATM who doesn't know how an ATM <laughs> works. And you just keep waiting. And right. he keeps pushing buttons and he gets them wrong and he has to start over again. He's like, that's what it's like for me every day. Wow. Every second of every day, I'm stuck behind people who don't know how to use an ATM. And I'm like, fair enough. Like, he, he, so he what? can't like turn off 
being fast. Being fast. No, he thinks fast. He runs fast. He well, eats how does he fast. Even hear people. Well, he slows he himself like, down. Yeah, he has to slow himself down right. to bring us to our level. Right. So he that's why he's so that. frustrated and angry yeah. all the time. Yeah. See, that's really weird. I never thought of Quicksilver being fast all the time. Yeah. It's just he can be fast when he wants to. Mm -hmm. I always thought it was just like, no, I'm just hanging out, and then right. like if I want to, whoa! Turn it on. Yeah, but no, he has to turn on normal speed. Exactly. That's, that's when he's on. Now, when that's they first created him, time. when they first created him, I think they were thinking he'll be, he'll just be fast right. when he needs to be. Right. But when they started to develop character, they were like, let's make him that's always a, fast. Yeah, that's a more interesting idea. Yeah, absolutely. it also explains why he's such a dick. Because <laughs> he is one all the time. Yeah. So in Ultimates Volume Three, he is still a dick. Scarlet Witch is killed. Uh, by a bullet shot by Ultron in the Ultimate Universe, which oh. is very different. And I won't even get into it, but mm -hmm. like Ultron, I think is still created by Hank Pym uh, in the Ultimate Universe. It's hard to keep them all straight, but <laughs> in the Ultimate Universe, everything's different and new. Right. Uh, so in that universe, in Ultimates Volume 3, spoilers, if you haven't figured that out by now, sorry. Uh, Scarlet Witch is killed by a bullet shot by Ultron, uh, and then Quicksilver is killed by jumping in the way of an arrow shot by Hawkeye that was meant for Magneto. Okay. In that volume. So Magneto watches Wait, both his so children fast, die. Couldn't he just bat it out of the air? In Ultimates Volume 3, he actually is so fast that he outruns the bullet and he tries to catch it and it just goes through his hand. Oh. Oh, so I guess he can't do that. No. It's, the not Flash like, it's not like Quicksilver in the movie. No, who can like so, move things. Yeah. No. No. Okay. no. He will now. That's a huge shame. Now that there's a yeah. movie that shows you that, yeah. they'll do that. Well, if you really perceive time at a different rate, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to do that. I know. Even if you, you just don't, like... You don't get in front of the bullet, you just push the bullet from the side yep. and then its impact can't well, hurt you. Actually, uh, we'll get into that, but in the context of Ultimates Volume 3, Quicksilver is killed by Hawkeye's arrow and Scarlet Witch is killed by the bullet shot by Ultron. At the end of that, it is revealed that Doctor Doom made Ultron kill Scarlet Witch and set off everything in motion. Okay. Because Doctor Doom's like, I'm the puppeteer, and if anyone's going to ruin everything, it's going to be me. And <laughs> okay, Doctor I'm Doom, the party pooper. Yeah. Sense. And he knew that that happening would make Magneto go nuts mm -hmm. and try to kill everybody. Okay. He just didn't expect Magneto to try and destroy the world, which is what he tries to do in Ultimatum. Well, I mean, oh. you're Doctor Doom wearing a metal suit. Yeah. You really think pissing Magneto is a well? well he's a puppeteer. He's not to get caught. Yeah, and he doesn't expect to be. And in yeah, fact, because he's he, Doctor Doom, he doesn't get caught. Oh fuck! Magneto. God damn it! Magneto falls for it hook, line, and sinker, and decides in Ultimatum, fuck the world and humanity. I'm gonna kill everybody. So even the mutants, he, even the mutants. That well, that doesn't make any no, sense. No, no. Uh, only the X-Men. Oh, he's gonna kill oh, the X-Men. Okay. Fuck the X-Men. Kill the X-Men and all the heroes. Yep. And and, and humanity. And leave the mutants. Yep. Okay. And keep the mutants. That's all right. Yeah. That pretty much yeah, fits in his character. So Magneto steals Thor's hammer by using his magnet powers because in this universe, Thor's hammer isn't like it's magic. Just a hammer. It's just a hammer it's, that like has power, but like it isn't it's magic. Still metal. It's what? not enchanted. So Magneto uses his powers to affect the poles of the planet right. and changes the tides in the ocean so he floods New York with a great tidal wave 
and throws the earth off its that axis. That happens in this book? Yep. We're into this book now? Yep. Now we're an ultimatum. Okay. Yeah, I remember calling bullshit on this. Yeah. Because Magneto but can't you gotta, be that powerful. But you gotta fucking... Yeah. And they call him... Like, they're like, you think you're a god. And like, well, you are, because you're well, fucking moving the earth. Yeah. Then you are a god. So... I mean, there is a lot of metal in the earth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will get into it, but like... <laughs> You have to basically accept that premise in order to proceed in this story. Right. Let's do a quick roundup of what happens in this story. Magneto shifts the poles in the Earth, floods Manhattan, kills more than half I the think population. That's just Manhattan. Yeah. Only well, Manhattan. That's where no, all the superheroes else. are. Yeah. Not Long Island or nope. or the West Coast. Nope. Or Europe Mm-mm. or any other place that has Manhattan. a low coastline. Yeah. Just Manhattan. Well, the superheroes are there. That's where the ocean goes. The ocean travels towards Manhattan. Clearly, well, he, I think conjures a. Tidal wave. Right there, yeah. He, yeah. At one spot. He aims a tidal wave at them. Yeah. Because he's done this before. Oh, wait, yeah. he hasn't. No. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. So, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a disaster of epic proportions. I do like this image of a whale bursting a, through the side of the Baxter whale building. Blasting through the da- Baxter building. The thing's like, what the heck is going on as he pushes the whale? A whale? There are whales off the coast of Manhattan. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's just basically like, it's just supposed to illustrate. A whale doesn't belong in a skyscraper? What's going on? Yep, that's exactly what that's uh, there for. It's a cool image. It's just like It's insane. just like dumb. So it's one Okay, of the first... I saw Ant-Man on the next page. I thought he was saying jaw. Like no, jaws. He's saying jaws. No, he's saying jam. So uh in Ultimates Volume I think that's One a whale, not a shark. Uh, Hank Pym can't escape being a wife beater. And he beats the ever-loving shit out of Jan, a.k.a. Yellow, uh, Wasp. Yeah, it's really bad. But not before they perform oral sex on each other using their varying sizes. What? Wait, in Ultimatum? In Ultimates. In Ultimates. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that part. Oh, it's insane. Picture. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, they ignore that shit because that was inconvenient. Now Hank Pym is really super-duper in love with her, and she's like, yeah, I guess I'm totally with... She's basically Rihanna. In this book. Okay. And, in Tumble. fact, characters say, Hey, didn't he beat the shit out of you? And she's like, Mind your own business. <laughs> and you're like... Uh, ripped from the headlines. Yeah. So, a lot of shit happens. Professor X tries to tell every superhero he can think of, Magneto's responsible for all of this. Let's right. go beat the shit out of Magneto. Hey, everybody. Beat the shit out of Magneto <laughs> Then Magneto shows up, and he's like, Hey, my old friend Charles Xavier, I'm sorry I have to do this. And Professor X is like, ooh, you bad person. And he's like... He kills Professor X? Yep. Oh, he just, fuck! He just, he just cracks his neck. Oh he's like, fuck God. you, man. That's the end of you. Because uh, I can't let you get in my way. Right. Nasty, I'm not calling Chuck. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you. See? Oh, you know him long enough. Is there an ultimatum in this book? <laughs> the ultimate? No. No? They <laughs> just want to use the it's word. It's basically Magneto's performing, or is is offering an ultimatum to everyone. Uh, to, but there isn't one, because it's he's basically saying die. Die? Die or, or die. die. Yep. Yes, it should have been called ultimate sacrifice, or ultimate anything, but that's not one word. Right. That sounds pretty that. final. Yeah. So, uh... This is a pretty dark ultimate book. finale. It's, it's the most grotesque book. You know what else happens in this book? Uh, a monster eats... The blob eats wasp in the tumult of the... Ah! It's yeah. horrifying. Oh, God, he it's is... It's like a zombie book. Like, yeah, with gore but only there. Is it also... I don't see where he even gets her. Nope. Like, you just stumble across him don't eating her. Somehow as a result of the city being flooded. Yep. The blob eats wasp. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Because. Because it's, it's fucked up and hardcore. Yep. 
Now, when the wave hits, Daredevil dies, and a bunch of other people die. Hank Pym's all upset that Blob ate Wasp, so he right. in front of it. So yeah, he I wonder why. Gets super huge, bites Blob's head off, spits it out, and then like chucks it aside. Then he picks up her body, and he thinks, and he like tells himself that she's still alive, and he can save her. And everyone's like, no, she's not, and no, you can. He's like, fuck you. So uh, part of Magneto's force to continue to like add insult to injury is he has this guy named Jamie Madrox, who's also the Multiple Man. The Multiple Man has the mutant ability to make multiples of himself. Mm -hmm. More or less clones of himself. They all put on suicide bomber outfits and lay siege to the Triskelion, a.k.a. the Ultimate's uh, headquarters. Uh Um, So they're suicide bombing the shit out of the place, and Hank Pym is like, fuck y'all. And he grabs all of them, and they all start like climbing onto him. He walks out into the ocean and then explodes. And there's this great amazing shot of like him exploding and his skull just flying at you. Jesus! Oh my god. So that it's takes care awesome. of... So that takes care of Multiple Man and Yellow Jacket. Wait, so Multiple Man uses all his clones yep. and himself? Yep. What? Actually, Why would he no. just keep making clones? No, I'm sorry. All his clones die. Yeah. Yellow Jacket shoots an arrow through Multiple Man's head. And that's what kills him. Ah. Did I say Hawkeye? Yeah, Hawkeye kills Multiple Man by okay. shooting an arrow through his face. I love that Daredevil's on the cover of this trade paperback. Dies off screen is never referred to by name in this title. But he's <laughs> but he still there. there! By the way, he dies off screen in every book. So, like, the only book that he appears in where it's established he dies is in Ultimate Spider Man. And only because in this story, Spider Man uh, is swinging around. And all he does throughout the whole series is save people. Spider-Man just throws himself into the city and just tries to rescue as many people as he can. That's what he does in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't get like mutilated. Well, or... later on, he, the Hulk loses his shit in this ruined city, and he starts attacking people. That's his that arrow. crossbow guns. That's his crossbow gun. Is that Hawkeye? Hawkeye? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that was Hawkeye the entire time. He looks like a bad guy. Yeah. He looks he like, like Bullseye. Yeah, yeah, he does. Because he's got a bullseye on his forehead. forehead. Right, it's just Target. Half the X Men die. I think they save uh, Angel, Cyclops, Jean Grey, Wolverine. I saw Beast dead. Yeah, and then that's it. More or less, that's it. And uh, so that they they kill a whole bunch of people. They just get them off the table because Jeff Loeb doesn't know what to do with them. So. uh, Doctor Dr. 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 Strange in this universe is still Doctor Strange, and he still has his Sanctum Sanctorum, which is basically just his house in uh, I think it's the I think it's the East Village. Okay. And uh, some bad magic mojo is going on, and it winds up pissing off the Hulk. So the Hulk attacks the Sanctum Sanctorum, and it releases all this magic shit, <laughs> and it also releases Dormammu. Who in this universe is also Doctor Strange's sworn enemy? Yep. Dormammu is basically just an evil demigod who lives in the magic plane. Okay. Uh, he is a fire elemental demigod creature, and he captures the Human Torch, who everyone thought was dead in the tidal wave. He winds up using the Human Torch's flame powers Torches. for no reason, because Dormammu's magic and can do that by himself. But whatever. <laughs> And he winds up getting the better of Doctor Strange in a way that I think Ben just discovered. Whereupon, he just wraps him in some rope. I'm sorry, some cloth. Some sort of cloth fabric. (gasps) And then just squishes him 
until his head explodes. Oh my god. Yeah! What the fuck? And like blood and vomit is like shooting out of every orifice in his face. And it's really graphic. And then his head just explodes. Doctor Strange is off the table. <laughs> By the way, and then Dormammu like leaves. Well, I've taken care of you. I'm yeah. done. Time to go to have a nap. Uh, Maybe a coffee. Yeah. So, the remaining surviving X-Men and the surviving Ultimates go lay siege to Magneto's fortress. But, before that happens, Captain America dies, Thor dies, and Thor's bimbo girlfriend Valkyrie dies. What the fuck? <clears throat> now, Captain America dies. How? Uh, in the wave. Like, uh -oh. he, he dies in the wave. Wait, I saw him just yeah, now. Yeah, you did. He went to Hades, or he went to Valhalla, because he's a warrior. In this book? In this book. And Thor also goes to Valhalla. You, well, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Okay. And so, so is Valkyrie. Yeah, and Hera, the leader, of, or the ruler of the underworld, she's like, sweet, Thor's here. I'm gonna is that keep this chick. Yeah, that's that's okay. Chick. She's like sweet Thor's here, and she sends like her like army of the undead to fight them. And so Cap and Thor fight skeletons for a little while. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. I was like what? In the underworld, basically they're trying to fight to save their souls and bring and get back to life. Cap's got a battle axe. It's pretty yep. cool. Yeah. Uh, Thor makes a deal with Hera, basically for the life of Valkyrie. Now Valkyrie, in the Marvel universe proper, she's basically just another. Asgardian chick who's like Chick Thor. Okay. Yeah. In the Ultimate Universe, she's just some dumb chick who thinks Thor's hot and cool. And she pretends and is to... is Asgardian? Nope. She's just some chick. And she thinks she has powers, or she acts like she has powers, but she doesn't. So she's a psycho stalker. Yeah. And when the Ultimates disband, like, Hank Pym tries to, like, team up with her, and she tells him that she's got, like, enhanced abilities, but she doesn't. Mm -hmm. She never even got past her orange belt. And uh, later on, it's established that, like, she does have powers. Like, later. She just gets them. And, like, she's strong and she's... whatever. Yep. Okay. So, anyway, she dies, and Thor's like, no! So, if I follow Thor around and have a crush on him... Eventually... Eventually, I'll powers. get powers? Yeah. Valkyrie comes back to life, and Captain America comes back to life. And uh, it's not established how Cap came back to life, but we needed him for the story, so now he's back. So, then they fight Magneto... And Magneto winds up using Iron Man's repulsor blasters and Cyclops' visor and blasts the shit out of Wolverine until he's a skeleton. <laughs> he just kills Wolverine. Skeleton. By the way, he's a skeleton. Because in this in the Ultimate Universe, he can't like regenerate from like a single cell. Okay. But he's still filled with metal, right? Yes. And he doesn't tear him apart? No, we've seen that before. Why not watch him get melted by optic blasts and repulsor blasters? So then, oh, by the way, Wolverine, as a skeleton, stabs Magneto in the stomach with his adamantium claws. No! Yes. No! What? So then, Magneto vaporizes him until he's nothing. How? With the blasters? I don't remember. just... I think with his magnet powers, he, like, pulls apart his adamantium. Guess what? You should have done that in the first place, Magneto! Yeah. Oh, that's, that's such so bad writing. Dumb. So this is dumb. so dumb. That's so terrible. Yeah. Hang on, let me see this shit. Here, Ethan's on it. Hopefully I'll have a picture of it Magneto vaporizing sense. Wolverine after that's... Wolverine, who is a skeleton, stabs Magneto in the stomach. Okay, he's not just a skeleton. Oh, right. There's a little bit of gristle on him. <laughs> so there's some... So he has a couple tendons that could manipulate his arm. Yeah. Yeah. 
pull it forward. And I guess I it's it was just is in there. Yeah. That, still no. gross and weird and dumb. Yeah, it's pretty much bullshit. So, you forgot to mention Spider-Man dies. Oh, yeah. Well, because right. he doesn't. Oh, like, uh, uh, Hulk like smashes Doctor Strange's Sanctum Sanctorum and magic explodes. And, and then Spider-Man's, Spider-Man's I think it's cracked. Yeah. And well, then that, and that this chick picks up his mask. Yes. Uh, like, oh. Spider-Man's mask gets torn off. And Kitty Pride, who was a member of the X-Men and was the ex-girlfriend of Spider-Man in this oh. universe, finds his mask as she's looking for him. So you think he's dead. Yeah, so you think he's dead. But in Ultimate Spider-Man, like he's not dead. Like, or he wasn't dead then. Oh, I forgot to mention that Nick Fury's in this. Nick Fury in the Ultimate Universe looks like Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Nick Fury in the regular universe looks like a white guy. Uh, yeah. In the Ultimate Universe, Nick Fury is the Samuel L. Jackson character you see in the, in the cinematic universe. Uh, they have to go get Nick Fury to help fight Magneto. He knows some crucial bit of information that Magneto needs to know and it will destroy him. Will destroy Magneto? Yes. If he knows. If he knows what it is. Okay. Yes. Um, Interesting. This is tied into a book called Ultimate Origins, which was written by Bendis, and way better. <laughs> it basically just tells the it origins. Be, right? Right? This yeah. Horrible. But it tells the end of, or it tells the origins of the Ultimate Marvel Universe. Okay. Like, all the of dirty all, secrets. Everybody? Yeah. Okay. It's really cool. I, I love it. Um, but it, it basically boils down to mutants are a genetic experiment that were created by a guy who was trying to recreate the super soldier serum. Oh. Wolverine was the first mutant. He was just this guy, and they fucked with him enough where he bec- he became the first mutant, and his mutant ability was to heal. And so, as a result, they just experimented on him over and over and over again. Which makes a lot of sense. And so, Magneto has this, like, fundamental religious experience with his identity as a mutant. He's, like, connected with them because he believes that mutants were put here by God to replace humanity. And so Nick Fury tells Jean Grey to put the knowledge into Magneto's head that Nick Fury has, which is, it's not. There's no religion. There's no God. There's no bullshit. It's just mutants were made by some guy. You know what would have been cooler? Like 30 years ago. (laughs) If Nick Fury had said this and be like, I'm sorry, you're just a fucking experiment. He just says it right outright and Magneto's like, no! No, it's impossible to be like, Gene. Yeah. And then he does it. No. Because it's the exact same information. Yep. It's the truth. But no, we just have to like mind meld you for, yeah. so that you know it first. Yeah. And then Cyclops melts his head with his optoplasts. Yeah, it blows it apart. By the way, who the fuck cares if you're a lab experiment? You're still a mutant. Yeah. You're still changed. You're still different and have powers. Yeah. So it, who it, the fuck cares if you used to be human? Yeah. You used to be human before your powers came to you. Yeah. Like when you were a teenager and got really pissed off in Auschwitz. It's weird. I don't even know if he's a Holocaust survivor in this book. What? Um, but anyway, they kill Magneto, and then... Uh, yeah, fucking Cyclops melts, melts his, his head. head. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw. It's just like... Vwash. After... After Magneto's like, oh, what have I done? I can't yep. believe it. Oh, and that's yeah. all oh my god. So, <laughs> I don't fucking they, care. They also tell him, oh, hey, you've reversed the poles of the Earth. Put it back. And he's like, I don't know if I have that kind of power. And they're like, try it. He goes, okay, I did it. <laughs> and like, he literally holds his hand. It glows for a second. He's like, it's done. You're like, that was it? Really? That's all you were to fucking... And I don't even physically notice it. Weird. Well, so anyway, this is great. Cyclops says, let me help you, Eric. 
Just like Charles did for you all those years. And then he melts his head. <laughs> Let me is help that, you by Is that him you. that says that? Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. Worse because he says, let me help you like Charles ever. did. Charles you. didn't kill you though. No. By yeah. destroying you. No. Let me let me help you. He should have said, let me help you like you helped Charles. And he says Charles kill. Charles yeah. will understand it. Charles will forgive me. Yeah, he's yeah. he's going crazy. Or or he's like Yeah, but you killed him. Or maybe he's saying like, let me help you like Charles did. He's like, Charles will understand when you kill me and I go see him. Oh. oh. He's like, okay. Sure. Maybe. No problem. Yeah, I got this. Flash. I've always wanted to do that so, to somebody. Uh, the the government winds up like declaring mutants illegal, and like rounds them all up, and like declaring people illegal. Yeah, just mutants. Right. So it's, it's just a subset of the population. Right. Uh, Cyclops holds a press conference where he's like, "Please, let's like try and live in peace," and then he gets assassinated. By the very bullet that killed Scarlet Witch oh, and Quicksilver. Oh, jeez. Fired by Quicksilver, who turns out didn't die, and it was all an elaborate ruse. Neither Scarlet Witch nor Quicksilver died. What? Quicksilver ran the bullet really fast. What? Into his head. Oh. So but fast how did he fake his own death? Oh, I don't know. Oh, they don't explain it at all? No. Yeah. I don't know, because... Because it would be more interesting... So that nobody's dead, because anybody... Except for everyone else. Well, except if he could be dead, and then, like, oh, he's not dead. Right. Then anybody can. Yes, but they don't bring them back. <laughs> and then... So Doctor... what is the point of this book? To, to get rid to of a bunch of characters? To kill a bunch of people? Yeah. And Doctor Doom. That's... Yeah. Okay, but that is not Marvel's crisis, then, because the crisis doesn't just kill people. It, like makes one storyline out yes, of multi. Yes, but with this, it changes the status quo. So now we live... Because, yeah, they don't, like, undo anything. It, it's it's their crisis in that this thing takes a bunch of players off the table and upsets the apple cart so we have to change all of our stories in a significant and fundamental way. Yeah, but they they lose a whole bunch of characters. Yes, but like, now we can create a whole bunch more. If too many more ultimatums, there won't be well, anyone left. Yeah, I agree. You could have created it's, those characters anyway, but... Just don't bring the original characters that you killed into the story. Right. Yeah. Or, why not write those characters interesting so you don't have to kill them? Right. Yeah. If you wanted to create new characters, just do, just do a whole new universe yeah. with new characters. Look, I but we've already made this universe. I understand this not working want, right. I understand if you yeah. want to kill off certain characters because it helps your story. But don't kill off certain characters to clean house and be like, alright, now what can we make? Yeah. Well, it's the ultimate admission that the ultimate universe didn't work. Yes. Because it's like we wanted to do the same thing, but or a different thing, but with the same characters. But, uh, but we can't, so we're going to do new characters anyway. Yeah. And in fact, like, they wound up kind of rehashing old stories and new old characters, but in, like, a new and fresh way. They wound up being trite and stupid. Mm. Which, I mean, not unexpected based on this fucking well, comic. But because the, the reason the original characters are so iconic and cool is because they had, like, decades to develop. Yes. And they just tried to cram... My entire stories and lifetimes yep. of, of adventures into a few years. That's right. Yeah. And it, it, oh, it came out trite and didn't work. Yeah. Like, big shock. You can't right. do that. Just an incomprehensible mess. And in fact, they, they try to do more things, like they introduce Wolverine's son, and like, just oh, like, who God. cares? Who cares? Let me guess, Wolverine's son is a mutant? Oh, yeah. With like claw powers. Well, now he's illegal. Yeah. Who's this guy? That guy's Black Panther. Uh, is he you don't see him at all in the No, book? he's not. No, he is not. No, oh, he is not. 
Because he is not popular enough. I like how Doctor Strange gets like front and center on this yep. book, and he's in the book for like two pages and he dies. Yeah, like a chump. But he dies by Dormammu. Yeah. Or yeah. Dormammu. Yeah, either way. Oh, uh, whatever. I think it is Dormammu, but this, I say Dormammu like I say this Mario. incomprehensible cover yeah. is like so... Tells you nothing about what's well, going to happen. Well, it's just like the book. It's like... Whatever, fuck it. It's just a bunch of shit in front well, of you. I want to put Doctor Strange on the cover. I yeah. want to put Daredevil on the cover. But Daredevil's Everyone's... not on the book. Yeah, fuck you. Well, it's a big pile of meaningless shit. Yeah. You kill off so many people and it does horrible, Yeah. I mean, like, joyless. And, but, like, and like, if you, if I name all the things that happen in this book, there's a huge title that destroys Manhattan. Captain America and Thor fight through an army of undead zombies in hell. Uh, <laughs> Magneto shifts the tectonic plates of the earth. Wolverine dies. There's a fight to the death between Doctor Strange and Dormammu. Like right. all these things. <laughs> separate. It's a fight to the death. Oh yeah, it lasts about three panels. Yeah, but all those things separately, you hear it, and it's like that sounds awesome. And I'm like, hey, all those things fucking happen in this book. Yeah, that and sounds on paper like the most epic goddamn comic you've ever read. And you know what? The most epic goddamn comic you've ever read sucks. I can't believe this is by the same person who did Hush because Hush is like this intricate. Overly well executed story, and this until the end. Until and the this end. Well, yeah. is the opposite of yeah. That. Every page is just another yeah, just stuff clusterfuck. Yeah, stuff just keeps a lot. Uh, here's the thing: yeah. I can totally get a clusterfuck. Yeah, because during the Ultimates universe, when the Skrulls attacked, or oh, was it the Kree? Yeah. No, it was the Chitari. Chitari. The Chitari attacked, and it's fucking insane everywhere, yeah. and everyone's battling them, and Thor mm. comes out and just starts. Breaking awesome. ships, like that's a clusterfuck, and that's cool. Right. That's like Avengers this Disassembled is, is a is a big yeah. Avengers Disassembled is kind of a clusterfuck, but written yeah. by Bendis, drawn by David Finch, also yeah. Uh, but very you know a lot of shit happens, but it makes sense yeah, and it serves as a good story yeah. yeah. So there you go, Ultimatum by Jeff Loeb and David Finch. What the crap. Uh, if you guys have a recommendation for what we should do next on Back Issues, leave a note in the comments down below. We'd love to hear it. I have a great number of suggestions that we've gotten so yeah. far. I have a list of I think my we'll own. Book through the next like twenty episodes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody wants to see Age of Apocalypse. We'll get there. Yes. One day. Thanks a lot for watching our comments episode, and don't forget to check out last week's episode of our Wizard Magazine coverage. And of course, stay tuned next week to check out the next episode of Back Issues. We will be there. I am Sal. I'm Ethan, and I'm Ben. So long, guys, and see you next week. Oh man.